Hey, what's up, TT Nation? It's Josiah. Uh, before we hop into the show, just wanted to mention I've been posting a lot over on LinkedIn and uh, been just building connections over there. And if we haven't connected yet, I would love for you to just reach out to me or shoot me a connection request over on LinkedIn. Just search for Josiah Novak and you'll find my profile. It's just my face with a yellow background. So shoot me a connection request and I'd love to just uh, hang out with you over on LinkedIn if you're on that platform. Um, and without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. What's up, party people? Josiah Novak back again with the True Transformation Podcast. Today, we're going to jump right into things. I want to talk about my top 20 rules for fat loss. Some of these you may have heard before. If you follow me on social, if you're in our Facebook group, by the way, if you go to Facebook and search the sustainable fat loss group, you can check it out and you can join for free right now. So do that after the show. But nonetheless, I posted a really, really popular post in there, took off and had a lot of people tell me that they appreciated it. And so I wanted to expand on these rules for fat loss, my top 20 rules for fat loss today. So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to start with number one. And number one is this, the pain of remaining the same must be greater than the pain of change. In other words, being overweight or fat or out of shape must suck worse than deciding to start controlling your food intake and working out on a more consistent basis. Bottom line is this, there is going to be some discomfort. And in fact, my suggestion is to flip the script on discomfort and start embracing it. Start looking at it as a sign that you're making progress. If you're uncomfortable, if you're having to do things that you don't necessarily feel like doing in the moment, for example, prepping a meal, going to the gym, going to bed a little earlier than you'd normally go to bed, drinking more water, the stuff that you're just like, oh, I just, I got to do this. I don't necessarily want to do it. That pain that you feel, that discomfort has to be less than the discomfort you're feeling from being out of shape. In other words, when you wake up and you look in the mirror at yourself, basically naked, do you love what you see? If you don't, and that pain that you feel when you look at yourself and the way you feel every day, if that pain is starting to outgrow the pain that comes from change, well, then you have the formula dialed in. That pain must be great in order for you to commit to change. Number two, the love you have for the people in your life should push you to get better and healthier. You cannot be your best if you are overweight and unhealthy. This one speaks for itself, but I can't tell you how many times I have taken analysis of the things in my life that I get to do, and a lot of it is due to the fact that I take care of my health, from being active with my kids to encouraging them to be active, leading from example. You know, I have really, really active young boys, and Whenever my friends, you know, see all the activity they do, they're immediately like, oh, it's because you're so active. And I think to myself, yeah, that, that is a big part of it. I'm leading by example and I love my family and I want to be the best version of me. There's nothing wrong with that. You should feel that way too. And if you're overweight, there's no way you're ultimately the best version of yourself. You're missing out on taking care of the vessel that you're experiencing life in your body. Let's go to number three. Your plan should fit into your lifestyle. You shouldn't try and fit your lifestyle around fitness. I'm not skipping the zoo on Sunday 
to get a pump in the gym. And I'm also not missing date nights with my wife to do more cardio. Cardio comes after date night, if you know what I mean. Listen, fitness is awesome. I'll always consider fitness one of the anchors in my life, one of the things that have completely changed the way I look at life. But I'm not going to become the person who puts fitness ahead of everything in life. Fitness should fuel everything I do in life. For example, going to the zoo with my kids, being able to walk around all day long, have energy, feel good, keep up with them. That all comes from my fitness plan. And I'm not going to skip that so that I can go work out or so that I can avoid being tempted by unhealthy food because I'm on some strict diet. Fitness fills in the gaps in your life and it makes your life better. It shouldn't be the other way around. All right. Number four, losing fat starts with energy balance. Your food intake must be less than what you burn each day. This one's simple. In order to lose fat, you got to be in a calorie deficit. There's no way around it. It's just the truth. You got to be in a calorie deficit. You got to burn more calories than you eat. It's just science. That is if you're trying to lose fat. And there's no way to navigate around that. There's no magical diet that all of a sudden calories don't count anymore. It all starts with your energy balance. So keep that in mind. Okay. Whenever you're looking at nutrition, whenever you're looking at losing fat, we always want to start with the whole fact that, hey, I have to burn more calories than I eat. Number five, being miserable with how you look and feel takes away from your legacy. In other words, how people are impacted by you each day. So here's the thing. You know, a lot of people think about legacy of like when I'm gone, what are people going to say about me? I'll just be real with you. I don't think people are going to talk about you for that long. I think they will for, you know, a period of time. And then ultimately, you fade into history. And unless you were someone who changed the world, which don't get me wrong, you could be that person that changes the world. I truly believe that. But if you're someone who makes an impact on the people in your circle, it's really about what you do while you're here, not what people think about you when you're gone. Obviously, you want to leave a lasting impression. You want to set people up for success. But while you're here, don't you want to live? Like, don't you want to have memories and experiences that you're actually having, not what people are saying about you when you're not here? Legacy, at least in my eyes, is how you live each day. And if you're overweight, unhealthy, and feeling miserable because of that, you're not living to your full capacity, at least. You're, you're not living your best life. Number six. You don't need to do cardio to get in phenomenal shape. However, cardio is important for health and mental benefits. So don't think about cardio as something you do just when you're trying to lose weight. Cardio is exercising your heart. It's exercising your cardiovascular system, your lungs, all the things that go into allowing you to breathe and be healthy from a cardiovascular standpoint. You don't need to abuse cardio. You don't need to go out and run miles and miles and miles, unless, of course, you're training for something that requires that. But if you're just trying to be in good shape, if you just want to look good, feel good, have good health markers when you do your blood work every year, cardio should be included a few times a week. And honestly, most of your cardio should just be walking every day. So going for a walk around your neighborhood once a day for 30 to 45 minutes works great. You can break it up. If you don't have bigger chunks of time, you could do 
a five minute walk here, a 20 minute walk here, a 10 minute walk here, break it up however you see fit, but go for a walk in some capacity every day. And then a few times a week, maybe you ramp up the intensity a little bit. Maybe you do incline treadmill walking. Maybe you hop on the bike. Maybe you do some interval work with some kind of metabolic conditioning. You know, we can get into the weeds here, but cardio is important. It just doesn't need to be abused for fat loss. Number seven, protein, veggies, fruits, and healthy sources of fats and carbs should make up 90% of your nutrition plan. Stick to one ingredient foods, people. It matters. Number eight, resistance training. In other words, lifting weights, using your body weight, TRX, bands, et cetera, should make up the foundation of your training plan. So think about it like this. 80 to 90% of what you do inside the gym should be some form of lifting weights. The other 10% should be core work, stretching, mobility, a little bit of cardio. A lot of people go in the gym and they do 30 minutes on the treadmill and they do some abs at the end and then they think they're losing weight and building their body. Or they might go in and do some arms for 15 minutes and then hit the, the stair mill for 30 minutes. That, that needs to change. Okay. Don't go do spin class for an hour and then go, oh, I lifted weights once in the past three weeks, but I did spin class eight times. Nope. Not saying you have to stop spin class, but you need to improve that ratio quite a bit. Number nine, a mediocre plan done consistently will trump a perfect plan done inconsistently. The lesson here is to stick with the plan, period, because consistency wins. I don't ever expect or chase perfection, but I do expect consistency because consistency is realistic. Perfection is not. Consistency means you're in the gym three, maybe four times a week, most weeks. On your bad weeks, you hit the gym twice a week. On your best weeks, you're in the gym four to five times a week. But overall, you average three to four times a week. That's consistency. That's not perfection. Perfection would be in the gym four to five times a week forever. It's not possible and nor is it realistic. But consistency is definitely realistic. So I'll take an imperfect plan that stresses consistency and progress over the perfect written plan that you can't follow because it's just unrealistic. So keep that in mind in all parts of your life, especially things like your marriage or being a parent. You know, no one's perfect, but you can be consistent. All right. You don't have to be the perfect tone of voice, the perfect response to every crisis, the perfect listener all the time, but you can go on a date night a few times a month, right? That's consistency. Number 10, and we're going to pause here and we'll come back with part two on the next episode. But number 10 is this losing body fat comes in waves. You'll see massive progress some weeks, and sometimes you won't notice progress on other weeks. This is just the journey. This is the journey. You know, this, this, this principle reminds me of business. In business, some weeks you're like, good, good God, we are killing it. We're helping so many people. Everybody loves what we do. Everybody's saying how great we are. Clients are getting results. Like, this is crazy. Business is exploding. And that's awesome because you're noticing the fruits of your labor. Some weeks are labor weeks. And what do I mean by that? Some weeks you're putting in the work and you just don't see the fruit. Why? Well, the fruit just hasn't bloomed yet. It hasn't grown to where it is noticeable to the naked eye 
yet. Keyword being yet. It's coming. I tell our team who, you know, they bust their butt every week. They make great content for our clients. They do tremendous work. And some weeks they're like, man, I just, I don't feel like I'm getting traction. I say, well, just because you feel like you aren't doesn't mean you aren't. What you're really saying is I don't see the fruit yet. I don't see it. Just like when you lose weight, you're like, man, I'm doing my steps, hitting my numbers, working out, getting better sleep, all that kind of stuff. But I'm not seeing the scale come down. I'm not seeing progress pictures change. Well, not yet. You're in labor season right now. You're in growth season. You're watering the plants. You're taking care of the crops. And eventually, when it comes time for harvest season, you will see your hard work pay off. You know, in business, the, the work you do today shows up six months from now. Sometimes it shows up six years from now. I'm seeing people join our program who started listening to my podcast three years ago. Imagine if I said, oh, I give up because that person who listened to my podcast today for the first time didn't join our program. It's not how it works, especially with fat loss. Some weeks you're going to be like, man, I'm seeing all the progress, all the progress. And then some weeks you're going to go, why am I doing this? So this is why I stress daily wins, stacking your mental wins. Did you do the work? Did you do what you committed to doing? If you did, guess, guess what? Results will happen. It's guaranteed. It's a beautiful thing, right? Like if you do the work, results will happen. Will they always be the perfect result? Not always. Will you look like the guy in the cover of the magazine? Not always. But, but you will see progress. You will see progress. And it won't always be the progress that you want to see, but eventually you'll get to where you want to be if you just fall in love with the work. Now, I spent a lot of time on this last point because I think it's a good place for us to pause halfway through my 20 rules for fat loss. This is part one. So we'll come back next time and discuss part two. But I'd love to hear from you. So if you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor, take a second, leave me a review. Let me know which one of the fat loss rules stuck out to you the most. Feel free to re-listen to this, save this one, come back to it whenever you're struggling. And we'll be back next time with part two. In the meantime, you can head on over to the truetransformation.com. You can check out a bunch of high quality resources to get you started on your journey. We always start with identity design. We got to get your mindset right. We got to create the person you want to be. What does that look like? Do you have a clear vision of who you want to be? Let's get that dialed in first. Once that's in front of us and we have that vision, our actions will fall in line with what we want. So I'm Josiah Novak. I'll see you next time. Life moves fast. Make it count. Peace.